Hello, hello. Coach Carly here with Coach Morgan and Coach Kristen. Today we'll be talking all things confidence, what confidence is, how to build it, and how to overcome obstacles that may be holding you back from being unapologetically confident in who you are. But first, in case you're new to us, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com. That's the habit spelled with a Y to request more information. Before we jump into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, we're just going to do a little bit of a rapid fire um, icebreaker session. So we're going to kind of keep it streamlined. Let's go Morgan first, and then Kristen's going to answer, and I'll finish off last. Um, Just this or that. All right. So first one, would you rather wear a ponytail or a bun if your hair is going up? Bun for me. I'm a ponytail girl, just more comfortable for me. Bun held with a clip, more comfortable. Leather or cloth couch? Cloth. Um, I don't want to be peeling my thighs with the Texas heat off of leather. Cloth couch. Just got a new couch yesterday and it is cloth. So yeah. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement there. I definitely prefer a cloth couch. Um, I think I know the answer to this looking at everyone's faces, looking at everyone's ear um, headphones they have on. But would you prefer earbuds or those big like beat style over the ear headphones? earbuds just more comfortable for me same earbuds same all right this next one is a a this or a that or maybe a that um so three options which you prefer to listen to country rock or like rap or hip-hop i'm more of a hip-hop slash like pop kind of girl i'm a country or pop country if it's february march-ish and it's around the houston rodeo or summertime there's just something right about being by water and listening to country music um, but not year round. Then I they I gravitate to pop after that. I could see that. Yeah, country is something like relaxing, especially there's like that summertime country that comes out around that time of the year. That's like just right, super chill. <laughs> Fourth of July, and you're from Texas, Kristen. You gotta you gotta. No, I love country. country. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> right, it's my roots. All right, you're sitting down for the evening to unwind. Are you watching a movie or a TV series right now? TV series. Um, I've been keeping up with The Bachelorette. Ooh, um, series for me, I am binging, like really binging Suits. They put it on Netflix and I cannot look away. <laughs> it's funny. I so prefer good. a series I because I, I feel to like a movie is too long to commit to. <laughs> but then I watch multiple episodes and I could have watched a movie in that amount yes. of time. But yes, yeah. I sit down yeah. and watch a, a TV series. <laughs> All right. And this is just in general, not like workouts or working or whatever it is. But do you prefer mornings or evenings? I love mornings. There's just something about like the sunrise and just be, like the cooler weather, which especially right now. But I'm a morning girl. I love it. Um, Can I opt for the middle of the day? <laughs> I my. Uh, my sister and I always get made fun of. We always say our main name's Cunningham, and we always get made fun of that. Ha- made fun of that the Cunningham girls like their sleep, and that we we are optimal in the middle of the day. <laughs> Mid- midday. Kind of so so Kristen doesn't get a midday slump apparently. <laughs> oh, I do. I love the morning time. You, you do. <laughs> But you're still like prime, even though you're hitting that midday slump. You're like, this is the best me. Yeah. 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 Maybe in the morning, but like after I've been awake for an hour. Okay. I don't know. I've got a lot of caveats on this one. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a morning person. I just I really look forward to that first cup of hot coffee, no matter what month Me it is. Too. Just that first cup of yep. hot coffee, just so nice Same. in the chill mornings. I agree. All right. Do you find yourself more often wearing tennis shoes or some type of sandal? Probably sandals just in general, just because they're easier to yeah. put on. Tennis shoes all the way. Chasing my son around, I have to wear tennis shoes like 90% of the time. All right, final one. If you're going to read a book, would it be fiction or nonfiction? Probably nonfiction. Ooh, men's fiction. Men's fiction. I'll get sucked into a good Colleen Hoover book any night. <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah. All the way. Give me that young adult. <laughs> I kind of feel too be... old to be reading it sometimes, <laughs> deep in it. but eh, it's still good. Nah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's entertaining. All right. So let's jump right in. Um, Yo, I just moved on this chair. This chair is leather and I moved on it and I peeled my thighs off. That's why I should be in cloth. We all need cloth computer chairs. Supporting. <laughs> supporting. It's a rude, rude chair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So jumping into why we are here today, there's only one you. So let's dive into how you can become the best and most confident version of yourself. We're going to start off just talking about understanding confidence and what it means to us. So I really just want to hear you guys' kind of short description of how you would describe confidence or what it feels like to be confident. So for me, I think have, having self-assurance, trusting yourself, your decisions, um, and just knowing yourself too and kind of how you've made decisions in the past and why you've made them and um, also experience what you've gone through um, in the past with certain situations. Um, that's kind of where my confidence has been built is just knowing myself um, enough to be confident in that answer or what I'm doing or the move I'm gonna make next. Kristen? Yeah, for me, it's uh, not overthinking everything that I do. I'm a big overthinker. Um, and I've noticed that whenever I'm more confident, I just kind of move on and I don't dwell so much in what I just did or like even overthink what I'm wearing um, and then also I just find myself being a lot more proud of myself for the things that I'm doing um, in my life and that's kind of how I notice when I'm in a good spot with my confidence yeah when you start making decisions for yourself not what other people are going to think of it then you start to think oh okay this is this is that confidence you're feeling like I'm not worried about making decisions for others um yeah. Which, you know, my kind of feeling or understanding of confidence is not feeling the need to compare myself to other people. Um, I ran into this a lot, Ooh, um, especially when I was, you know, mid-20s, younger 20s, um, feeling the need to compare myself. And I think that's, you know, it was the height of me being on Instagram and social media was comparing myself. So, yeah, not not feeling the need to compare myself to others mm -hmm. and also having the positive inner voice and not a self-critic. So really working on being positive to yourself and nice to yourself and not some like a constant voice that's breaking yourself down inside. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I like that. <laughs> social media really can do a number on your confidence. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Really depending on who you're following. Yes. Yes. I think it's yeah. Oh, I big time. Say I think it's important to do like a maybe monthly, I don't know, audit kind of of who you're following. And if you get certain feelings or notice those feelings of like comparing yourself or feeling bad about what you're doing or your stage in life or whatever, then that's that's your like your mind taking care of yourself. Like unfollow them. Don't 
they're not adding anything. Yeah, if to it's your making life, you so, feel like yeah, you're not doing sure. enough or you aren't enough or like they're better than you, <laughs> it's probably time to unfollow that page. Yeah. Yep. So basically, I kind of looked around and I was trying to find a few different definitions of confidence to get like this all encompassing definition of just some ideas for people to think, okay, what is confidence going to mean for me? Um, so confidence can be described as the belief in your own capabilities to successfully face challenges, um, possessing a positive outlook on your own potential to succeed. And it also means that you trust your knowledge, skills, and judgment when making decisions. So Morgan, you definitely touched on that. Um, Confidence isn't just born overnight, though. It's it's developed through experience, through learning, through self-awareness, through positive reinforcement. And it definitely it plays a crucial role in personal development and your social interactions and achieving goals. So there's a lot that goes into confidence. It's not just something you're born with. It's something you have to develop. Um, but confidence is often mistaken as, you know, being a permanent trait and that you're always secure in your decisions. You never make mistakes. And this is really far from the truth. So I want you guys to kind of like, what is the time where you, that you can think of that you've, you've made a mistake or you were unsure of yourself and you had to overcome that uncertainty and did it build your confidence, you know, in those situations or in, a in, in other situations? Yeah. So um, I've, I mean, I think it mainly comes from mistakes, which sounds a little like negative, but it's true. Um, you know, I've made a ton of mistakes at this point in my life and, but I have learned and have seen them as a learning experience. And I do think that builds confidence, a lot of confidence, um, whenever you learn from those things. And you kind of know what to do next time if that situation comes up or just you know yourself better after that situation. Um, but I say to a lot of my clients when they make a mistake with tracking food, workouts, et cetera, take it as a learning experience and don't do that next time because now you know it won't work out the way you want it to um, if you do the same thing over and over and over again. So that's kind of where I've learned the most, I would say. Yeah, it's it's really hard to be wrong, especially for me. I find, I find it hard to be wrong and to swallow that hard pill of making a mistake and not doing everything right. But those are the instances where you actually learn about yourself and learn, okay, that didn't go so well. So next time I'm going to do it a little bit differently. And that really does help build that self-confidence. You're, you're getting those experiences through life and that's going to help you navigate throughout the rest of your life as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, you know, failure and mistakes can seem daunting, but that's really honestly the best way to learn. I like, where do I even begin with all the mistakes I've made in my life? So many. Um, and that's just a part of being human. I would say one of the biggest things in my like nutrition, macro health, whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want to stick on it, um, would be in college and I've actually literally never spoken about this out loud because I was like so ashamed and embarrassed of it but in college I used to restrict so much until I would get to the point where I would literally drive to the store I would get so much junk food and then I would binge on it until I basically felt sick and so it's like that's not working clearly like I'm so good the rest of the week, but then or however long I can white knuckle it for until it breaks. And then it's like, OK, when am I going to just like realize that this isn't working? And so finally, you know, I, I learned from that experience. I healed my relationship with food, but it was a lot of like trial and error, figuring out what works to find that balance of I'm not restricting, but I'm also, you know, finding a good 
gray area, like not gray area, but balance between like enjoying those foods and not. Um, so yeah, it's like sometimes you got to find yourself at rock bottom and adjust from there and be willing to push yourself to get better, to build that confidence. Um, it takes time. Dude, I, I commend you for breaking that cycle. It is so hard to break a cycle like that because if you start to introduce that food again to every day, you you have that temptation to start binging again. It's like, oh, this is available to me. I have to eat it all now. I have to binge it. So I really, I commend you for for breaking that cycle. And it definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it gives you so much more confidence like in yourself to make those decisions now. Like, look how hard that was to break the cycle. I can have balance with my food and I can consume, you know, whatever I want. I know where to stop myself. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that's something I work with my clients a lot on is if I notice or if they talk about, you know, feeling like restriction, I'm like, okay, the first thing I want you to do when you pre-log is pre-log that treat because you got to like show yourself it can fit um, and start exposing yourself to it. And I always say I'm like there, there might be times where you eat more than what you track, but you have to like push through that that doesn't mean that you failed it's just like unfortunately that's just kind of how it goes when you're trying to like get better and heal yourself you're going to trip along the way at some point um but it's like do you get back up or do you just let yourself fall back down um and it's really easy to just let yourself fall back down but is that really going to do anything now you're just starting from like square one again square one what's that phrase yeah ground that ground zero or square one square one (laughs) whatever but you're starting back from the starting point um so you know it's difficult but you gotta do it you gotta do do it feel like your confidence in like your body like your self-confidence there has changed from when you were in that cycle and now that you've broken that cycle do you feel more confident just in yourself overall oh my gosh a thousand percent because you know it goes back to what i said at the beginning when i notice i'm confident it's i'm not overthinking things and so that bleeds into my food choices of i used to overthink all my food choices and now i you know i know what to do i kind of can feel my body's cues and i'm not in that place anymore so yeah my i mean my confidence has skyrocketed from it and it's funny to look back on it because you don't really notice the small gradual changes until you look back and you're like wow i didn't have an ounce of confidence in me at that time um and like now look where i am so a thousand percent yeah that's it's really cool and i also kind of, i feel like Kristen, we have a lot of the same um, experiences because I've almost had that like exact same thing and it was during college and um, with binging but it definitely taught like my gave me that self-confidence in my body image and also whenever I pick foods or when I'm in a maintenance phase to not like freak out like oh god I'm gonna gain so much weight or whatever um, which it's just a good place to be too it feels great to not be in that cycle um, you know back in college because that was mentally draining and also just physically awful too um in both ways so yeah and to what you said Morgan about like you know being in maintenance and worried about gaining weight like that's the one kind of uncertainty that I that I'm kind of struggling with now is I finally made the decision like I've always I want to be stronger I want to be able to lift more I want to be able to you know lift with the big girls in CrossFit and so I finally was like you know what I'm not going to sit here and be so worried about being lean all the time. 
it doesn't matter. No one's looking at me thinking, oh, she could stand to lose a couple pounds. Like I'm not a big person. Like it's, it's just, and that, and no one's looking, everyone else is more concerned with themselves. And so now I'm like, you know what? If I want to be strong, I need to eat to gain muscle. I need to eat to be able to lift the heavier weights and fuel myself, not just for that, but also for recovery. And so I'm really, um, starting to gain more confidence in myself and I can feel it of being able to lift more and finally reaching my goals because I stopped worrying about what other people were going to think and how my body was exactly going to look and it needs to look this certain way. It doesn't. So just focusing on yourself, your goals and not what everyone else is thinking of you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely talked about, you know, confidence not being a permanent trait and how, you know, we definitely have all made our mistakes. We've had our times of uncertainty. It's something that you have to continuously build on. So I want to hear from you guys um, what you continue to do kind of on a, maybe it's a daily basis, maybe it's a weekly basis. What do you continue to do to help build your confidence? For me, and this sounds so cliche, but it is so true, focusing on the positives and my strengths. And that is one thing I love so much about our habit tracker, um, the tracker that the clients fill out is that we have a section for wins and we specifically say non-scale um, wins or positives that happened in your week. And um, I think just pointing those out every week, and I'm, I'm not filling out the tracker personally, but like I still notice those things um, as my week goes and it just makes everything better. It helps with um, just my feelings, you know, even if there are some negative things and there always are in a week or a day or whatever, but it outweighs um, those things and just makes the weeks better and uh, helps me be more confident in, um, you know, decision making and all of those things that we kind of discussed. Um, And I think another big one is learning how to say no, Um, not just making up an excuse, but actually saying no and being okay with it. And I actually had a situation just last week where I still struggle with this sometimes. I think I'm a people pleaser and that might be where it's coming from, but I always like initially want to say yes to things and it's getting to a point where my time is really valuable and I don't have just an endless amount of it. So I've really got to be like picky with saying no and that's okay and being okay with that. Um, And then another one is just constantly reminding myself why I have the beliefs, the morals, the values that I have or why I make the choices I make and being confident in that and being good with that too. and then consistency builds confidence. Going to the gym, tracking macros, saving money, literally every area of life, consistency is what it comes down to. Um, and it also helps you just be comfortable in that too, um, in all those all those areas. I like those. Those were really good. Um, totally agree with you with consistency. I notice when I'm not consistent in areas, that's when things start to I wouldn't use the word spiral, but it just seems to kind of trickle effect into all different areas of my life. Um, I was going through like a lot of just change within the past year. And I noticed for me, workouts just got put on the back burner. And then by the time I realized it, I just like wasn't working out anymore and I wasn't making the time for it. Um, And I ended up probably over a month ago, I ended up having a really hard conversation with um, my husband and he didn't even know it was a hard conversation at the time. He was like, la-di-da, we're just talking. And like my inside thoughts were like, oh gosh, he just like 
called out something that I've been trying to hide and it wasn't in a bad way at all. But it like was a kick in the butt that I was like, Kristen, you got to get it together. Like, and I like started going back to the gym and it, oh my gosh, it did like a 180 on everything. My mood, my confidence, like everything just finally came back because I was feeling like I was productive with my day. Um, And it's funny, he didn't even know like that, this conversation had such an effect on me in a good way. It wasn't like he wasn't, he wasn't bad or anything. Like he just had a normal Is he going to find out if he listens to this podcast? <laughs> he's not going to listen to that. Is he going to find what? out it was a deep conversation now? He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but he still has no idea. No. His jacket's okay. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Do y'all's husband no. listen to I, these? Jack, I don't even know. Well, Jack listens yeah. to some podcasts. We but... in unison. Hey, no. my uncle does. Shout out to my oh, uncle. Hey, Jack. Shout out to Carly's uncle. Good for him. Oh, our number one fan. <laughs> um, we got one fan up in here. Um, no, but it was like, it was a good conversation. Um, so that, and then honestly, like I'm really into fashion. Um, if this was recorded right now, you probably wouldn't think that I got my hair in a bun. I got a sweatshirt on, but. Um, you like, look good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, but like, Things that I wear and feeling confident in my fashion, like, just bleeds into other things. Like, I know my body type. I know what type of clothing looks good on me and what doesn't look good on me. I'm not forcing myself into a size that I want to be. I'm not forcing myself into, like, what a trend looks like just to be, like, fashionable. It's, I don't know, when I like what I'm wearing and I feel good in what I'm wearing, I'm way more comfortable. Um so that might be like a little materialistic, but I think it, you know, it it helps a lot. No, I agree. Um, it's totally grounded mm-hmm. though, because I feel like, like, like exactly what you said, you're not trying to be fashionable, like with the trends that are in. When you look at what the outfits that you're wearing, like you are comfortable in what you're wearing. You're not just wearing this super high-waisted, really tight pair of jeans that are just squeezing the crap out of you. You're wearing something that's going to be comfortable and that you are confident in. So I don't think it's materialistic. It's it's really doing something good for your confidence. I think that's also part of just like feeling good in your own skin. I think that's part of it, feeling good in the clothes you wear. Um, it's a big part of that. So I, I don't think it's materialistic at all. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, and then... I don't know. I have really good, I'm really lucky to have really good friends around me and they just like help with my confidence um, because, you know, I think how the people around you treat you also bleeds into your life. And so if you have really good friends around you encouraging you, it's just like, it's really helpful. Um, And then lastly, just allowing myself grace gives me way more confidence. I naturally am very hard on myself. Um, And so having to like stop and just allow myself grace and give myself grace um, that like I'm trying the best that I can, or if I know I'm not trying the best I can, then give myself that kick in the butt to do better. Um, but I, it's a conversation I actually have with my clients a lot when I notice they're super hard on themselves for like just having a tough week. It's like all these things are really hard and you're just trying the best and you're doing the best you can. Like give yourself confidence that you're, you know, you're trying and you're doing the best you can. And sometimes that's going to look one way sometimes that's going to look another way but just like be confident in what you're doing yeah there's this saying you said you know some days it's going to look different than others there's this saying that your 100 percent might be 60 percent one day oh, i like that like you just have to like what whatever mm-hmm. you can put forth like that may yeah. be your 100 percent that day and that's okay yeah 
Yep. If it's your best. Yes. That's, yeah. 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 I so like that a lot. I think for me, for me, it's it's been eating healthy. It's been working out because I feel like I know that I'm putting good foods into my body. I know that I'm working out for my long-term health. And so knowing that I'm taking care of myself, this is what my body is supposed to look like. I'm not under eating. I'm not overeating. And so having that confidence and like, okay, I'm doing the right things by my body. And this is, this is me. Um, of also focusing less on aesthetics. So once I've gotten again out of the bodybuilding world into the CrossFit world, like functional fitness, focusing on, you know, what you're capable of doing and your health for longevity and not just, you know, trying to get as lean as possible. That also gave me that eye opening of like, you don't have to be super lean and you don't have to be, you don't have to look a certain way to feel good in your skin. It's, it can be, I, I can sit up and stand up off the couch, sit down and stand up off the couch. I can, I can move. I don't have any joint pain, stuff like that. Like that's, that's confidence for me. It's like, I'm taking care of my body. Um, and then a really, really big one for me has been social media. And we mentioned this earlier, um, but I truly do not follow anyone on social media that makes me feel like I'm not enough, makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. So whether that's fitness accounts or mom accounts. If I scroll past uh, a post when I had social media, I actually deleted it a few months ago. Um, but when I scro would scroll past a, a, a post or an account that I was like, mm, I, I wish I looked like her. And I, I feel those thoughts creeping in. You know what? I'm just not going to follow this page anymore because I don't want to give way to those thoughts and then go down that path. Granted, you have to identify those and realize, okay, why am I thinking that way? And is that realistic? Um, and so it's not just kind of shutting out those things and avoiding them. It's also identifying why you're feeling that way. Um, and it's it's a body image thing, it's social media, but it is social media platforms for, are just a highlight reel for so many people. They post their best moments and it it makes us all forget that we're, we're all only human. We all have our imperfections. We don't all look Instagram ready from day to day, no matter what someone's page looks like. And so I think it's really easy to forget that. 100%. Yeah. And it's got to be a confidence booster for you, like especially with a toddler that you're able to like run around and keep up with them and you have that energy and like you can show up for him um, because you're taking care of yourself. So you're able to take care of him too. That and not following like mom accounts or parenting accounts oh. that make me feel like I'm not doing enough, you know, like I was mm -hmm. so stressed out in mm -hmm. the beginning of some of them are crazy. <laughs> yeah. In, the, in the, the beginning of being a mother, I was like, I should be doing this. He should be sleeping this much at this time and he should be eating. I'd, I stopped listening to that. And I felt way more confident in my abilities as a mother, too. So yeah, um, social media isn't just all about body image, being negative body image. It can be about <laughs> just how you work as a macro coach, how you are in the business field, how you are as a mother. Following all those different pages can really con misconstrue how you are actually doing in life and how amazing you're doing because someone else appears to be doing better. For sure. So I just wanted to give a little list of some confidence boosting techniques because sometimes you get stuck and you're like, I don't really know what to do, how to build confidence. So I just wanted to give like a bullet list. Like if you are feeling stuck with your confidence, just take a look at the list, 
see if there's something like, okay, maybe I can learn to in, like put intertwine this in my life and help build some confidence. So one, kind of what Kristen said, getting rid of clothes that are too small or they don't fit you right or complement your body. Um, Morgan hit on this, positive self-talk, affirmations, also being a good self-coach, being positive with yourself, not being a critic, celebrating all of your small wins, no matter how small they are. Um, you didn't snooze the alarm. You just got up out of bed. Celebrate that win. Um, focus on your physical and mental well-being. I think that's one for all of us. Um, positive visual visualization. So imagine yourself doing those good things. Imagine yourself being the best you can be. Um, also getting out of your comfort zone, facing some new challenges head on because that adversity is going to make you way more confident in the future. Learning new skills, working on your weaknesses, avoiding comparison. We hit that one pretty hard. Seeking feedback. That positive feedback can be really reinforcing or negative feedback can help you learn. Um, surround yourself with positive people and limit those negative inputs. And if none of those work, fake it till you make it. So stand up tall, put a smile on your face, even if you don't feel like it, because that's just going to instill that little bit more of confidence. So if you have, say you're going in to give a, a you're going in to host a podcast, sit up straight, take a couple of deep breaths, put a smile on. And you're going to have just that little bit more self-confidence than you would if you didn't before. Um, so let's go ahead and run into our overcoming confidence issues. You know, and like we've stated before, we are just humans. We are all people and all of us in all of us struggle with deteriorating confidence sometimes like self-doubt, imposter syndrome, fear of judgment. Um, and as health coaches, macro coaches, we definitely have some clients that have struggled with some confidence roadblocks. So um, if you have a, a specific circumstance that you are allowed to share, share that. Or just what do you tell a, a client that is struggling with some confidence roadblocks? Yeah, um, I always try to um, rem remind my client that you're not in a nice way, in the most loving way possible, that you're not the only person who has ever struggled with this. And usually I give them an example of when I struggled with that specific situation because I relate to a lot of my clients. Um, I've struggled with a lot of the same things that they have. Um, and that doesn't mean your feelings aren't valid, but sometimes knowing you're not the only one helps us overcome challenges. I think um, just knowing that you're not alone in a lot of things feels really good, at least at, for me. Um, that helps knowing that I'm not the only one that's ever struggled with this or been or question something or just been confused or whatever. Um, and I also point out every positive and win, which I've mentioned that several times, I'm all about these small wins because they are what keeps us going, I feel like. They're the little things in life. Um, and I always try to point those out in the client's tracker that sometimes they can't see for themselves. So if you know they've filled out that week's tracker and there's nothing in the win section, I'm like, okay what can I find here and usually I can point out hey your water was awesome every single day or you got over the amount of steps that you were trying to shoot for or whatever but um, I think that's such a big one the more you see positives or seek to see the positives the more you're going to see it's like you went out and bought a Toyota RAV4 and the next day you saw 300 Toyota RAV4s driving down the street like it's a real thing if you start to look for those things you're going to see even more and that's going to build that confidence for you Totally, for sure. I always say, Mike, I, I kind of start by I validate their feelings of like you, you know, it's okay to feel this way. And then I, but then I kind of flip it on. I, I think all of us have heard this scenario before, but it's like, 
what it what would a friend think if you said this about yourself to them they would be like no like you're amazing you're wonderful you're xyz um and like you think of yourself so poorly but your friends like see such good in you and then like just kind of remind people especially if i see it's a trend of negative self like self-doubt or low confidence everyone has their weeks but if it's a trend i'll just be like hey like you are with your thoughts all the time no one else can hear your thoughts besides you like do you really want to be constantly surrounded by someone who's talking so negatively to you or about you most of the time it's like uh no so just like really taking the time to flip it and if you notice a a negative thought try to stop and give yourself one positive thought and it takes so much mind connection but it really does help and it starts becoming habit the more that you do yeah if you had a really negative friend that was negative all the time the way you're negative to yourself you don't think you'd be friends with that person anymore no get (laughs) or at least or at least you tell them to shut up so (laughs) (laughs) You're really annoying me right now. Can you please stop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all know someone who just all they do is complain. Everyone knows someone like that. And they're draining. It's exhausting. So don't be that person for yourself. Yes. Exactly. You don't want to be around the people like that. Then let's try to flip that negative inner voice to be that self-coach. Um, once you start thinking positively, just like with seeing positive things, you start thinking positively and it's going. It's, it takes work. It's not something that's going to be super easy overnight where, oh, all of a sudden I'm this positive person. I don't see any negative. You have to, like you said, it has that mind connection. You have to make that really strong connection of, okay, I'm, I'm in this negative trend again. I need to get out. And at that moment you start, okay, what is a win today? What was something positive that happened? And just start with trying to break that cycle. And it's not the end of the world. If you find yourself being negative again, it's not the end of the world. You can still break that cycle and it's going to take a lot of practice. Um, Other roadblocks can come from worrying about what others are thinking of you. And we've harped on this quite a bit. Um, But if you think about how everyone else is worried about what they're doing, Everyone is so much more focused on themselves and they're thinking, oh, what is this person thinking of me? But really, they're just centered around, okay, how do I appear to other people? And when you start to realize that, you're like, no one's truly concerned with me as much as I'm concerned with me. And so once you take that pressure off of yourself for performing for other people, that's when you can kind of make that breakthrough of I am my own person and I don't have to make decisions for other people. And like Kristen was saying earlier, she starts making decisions for herself and she's so much more confident in herself. Um, one of my favorite, favorite quotes, it's my Instagram profile is still up. I just deleted social media like the app. But on my Instagram, my favorite quote is if you can't beat fear, do it scared. Just do it scared. Just dive head, dive head first right into it. And then on the other side, you're like, oh my God, that wasn't even that bad. What was I so scared about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so That's hard always on ourselves. Yep. Yeah. yep. I do everything scared <laughs> at first. Everything. I feel like everything's scary is for, at first. Yes. I mean, it's the yeah. unknown. It's going to be scary, but you got to lean yeah. into it and just even fake it till you make it if you are scared. Ex- don't act scared. Exactly. Just go for it. Stand up tall, it, but... shoulders back, put a smile on and yep. just dive act head like first. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Keep on going. 
All yes. right. Yep. Well, if you're struggling with self-confidence, whether it's your body image, your confidence in tracking macros, starting a new job, going out with friends, it's important to practice self-compassion. Being kind to yourself can help reduce self-criticism. It's going to improve your mindful awareness. Um, it's going to help you reframe failures as learning opportunities because there's no losing there is winning and learning. And once you take those learning experiences, they'll make you more resilient to challenges. But if you still really find yourself struggling with self-confidence, we all encourage you to seek support from your friends, seek support from your family, your loved ones, or even a professional if you need to. Your coaches here at The Habit are here to help you be confident in who you are while continuing to become the best version of yourself. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the final episode of this season's podcast. We already can't wait for the next season and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.